your cover letter is one of the first impressions on recruiters and hiring managers. However, what a good and professional cover letter should look like tends to vary from country to country. So today on the India to Germany podcast, Advait Valluri tells us his tips and best practices on what a good cover letter should look like for job applications in Germany. Advait is a product manager in module management chassis, powertrain and autonomous driving at Audi in Germany. For many years, he has been reviewing job applications and cover letters and advising applicants on how to structure their cover letter to boost their chances of landing their dream job. You'll also find links to a sample cover letter prepared by Advait in the show notes of this podcast on our website, indiatogermany.com. So, um, hi Advait, it's great to have you on the podcast for the third time. (laughs) Yeah. Glad to be here. Yeah, I really look forward to our discussion today. So last time we spoke about uh, the topic of CV and how to prepare a CV. Mm -hmm. And this time we decided to talk about the topic of how to prepare a cover letter. Correct. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, cover letter, again, is a very, very important document, I think. And I feel like something, it's something that people tend to underestimate sometimes. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Why do you think that a cover letter is important? Yeah, so in my personal opinion, the the two most important documents for your application are the CV and the cover letter. Um, And at least from my experience, because I I also recruit a lot of students and master thesis students and so on, the two things I look at first is the CV and cover letter. And only if I'm impressed enough or if I'm convinced enough by these two documents, do I go to the next documents, you know, like the grades, the university documents and so on. a cover letter is especially important because this is where you get to tell the future employer why you want to apply for this particular position, why are you interested in this particular company, what sets you apart from other applicants, and what skills do you bring to the table, and so on. And maybe just portray yourself in 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 text to the person. It's like a conversation you're having with the recruiter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. And is this something, so, I mean, the CV is something that you have to send with every application. Mm-hmm. Is the, is it the same for the cover letter as well? Um, yeah. So generally, most companies in their job portals, they mention that uh, please attach your CV and cover letter. And many companies, in fact, have a separate field within the application form itself where you can type in your letter. So it depends a lot on the company. So you can either attach a cover letter which you prepared separately on your computer or you can just type it into the portal directly. There are rare occasions where companies say we are not really interested in a cover letter. There you can, of course, leave it out. But in general, in most cases, yes, it is is required. All right. Okay. And this is also the first question that I often have in my mind, the language. Should I write the cover letter in German or should I write it in English? Yeah, so um, it is important to write it in such a way that you are actually able to speak it the same way if somebody actually calls you for an interview, right? So if you write it in really good German, no problem. If your German is on that level, I think you should go ahead and do it. But if not, then stick to the language which is comfortable for you. And in this case, you don't have a choice. It's either German or English here in Germany, at least. So stick to English. 
But uh, what I mentioned also during the CV is that most of the times the job postings are either in English or German. So you can choose based on the language of the job posting, whichever language it is in, you can apply in that. All right. Yeah, that's true. These days, a lot of the job applications are in English. Yeah. So that makes it. And what I also observed sometimes is like a lot of German applicants try to apply in English to show that you can, you know, they can also prepare an application in English. Because most of the times English is a requirement for the future job position, right? And as a German, you don't have to prove your German skills. Yeah. Similarly, as a person, for example, from India who has grown up with English as almost their mother tongue who, who did their schooling in English, you don't really have to prove it that English is your mother tongue. Yeah. And similarly, in that case, you can use German to show that you can. It need not be perfect. Even if you make one or two small mistakes, it's okay. But the attempt is what matters. Yeah, yeah. So if you are able to speak to a good extent, then yeah. definitely. Correct. Right. Yeah. Okay. So let's start with the actual cover letter itself. Mm-hmm. What should be there inside a cover letter? Yeah. Uh, what should it look like? Um, so I think we can split this into two parts. Let's talk first about the formatting and then we can go about the content into the detail because content is much more important, right? Yeah. Um, so the formatting, right? So first, make sure at the top that you have your return address, that is your name, your address, your phone number, and your email. And then you need to have the address of the employer or the recruiter, to be particular. Okay. Um, so if you know the person's name, make sure you include their name, the name of the company, the exact address, like the street name, house number, PIN code, and city why i'm mentioning this is like you know many people ask me um, it's anyway an online application Uh, why do i need to mention the pin code and so on it just gives a professional look to the cover letter and in case if you print out this cover letter and put it in the post it still has to reach the right person so that's how i say a cover letter should look like so include the full address including the name uh, at the top left and then the date of application, and then in bold, at least, uh, yeah, in bold, I would say, uh, the subject. The subject is, in most cases, the position you're applying to, and uh, make sure that you include include the reference ID of the application. So this is generally an alphanumeric combination, which is very specific to the company you're applying to. Make sure you include this reference number, because that's how applications are sorted. In, in the recruiter's mailbox or in his system. Yeah. All right. And after that, yes, after that, you include the body of the cover letter and at the end, you sign off with your name and signature. And I think we can go through this once we get to the content section. And how long should this cover letter have been? Uh, how long should this cover letter be? Yeah. So- it should be one page or maybe two pages. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I would try to restrict the cover letter to one page indeed um, because a cover letter is a quick and concise method for you to portray your motivation and interest for the particular position and it is not something which you use to tell your story again to the recruiter because that you have already done in your CV. So most important thing is keep it to one page Make it concise, very particular to the position, and do not repeat anything which is on your CV, right? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, there is 
yeah, I think in one page there can be a lot of information mm-hmm. and the recruiters, I don't know how much time they have for each application. So yeah. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so we talked about the formatting uh, where you mentioned the address, the subject, the return address. Yeah. Also, yeah, I guess the date as well. Yeah. And then we move on to the content now. Mm-hmm. So what should be there in the content of the cover letter? Yeah, so first um, you need to understand that the cover letter is not a repetition of your CV, right? So, for example, if you start your cover letter saying that, you know, I'm a master's student, I did so-and-so, I did my course in, I don't know, X XYZ uh, at that particular university, this is all information which is already included in your CV. So you need to really use the cover letter to portray your interest, like I mentioned. So I, w- I generally go about it in the following way. I say to every person that you need to answer the following questions in your cover letter, right? Why are you interested in the company you're applying to? And what is your exact motivation, right? So just justify why you want to take this particular job. Um, and what skills do you bring to the table, which will help you in the future position? Right. What what experiences you gain from the past or from your education? How is it relevant to the new position? And apart from that, include any other relevant experience which you had in the past. Um, And at the end, make sure that you add your availability and the notice period of your current job, if it's applicable. Um, Most importantly, the cover letter cannot be generic. So you cannot just use one cover letter for every job. It needs to be adjusted and adapted to every particular position based on the requirements of that position. Um, Yeah. So these are the most important things I would look at when you're applying for, uh, I mean, when you're, yeah, exactly. When you're applying for a position, Um, it's important to understand what is actually demanded of the candidate, right? So read the job posting carefully, understand what are the requirements for the future position and just spend a few minutes to decide if you really have these skills, because if you do not, then applying to this job is maybe not a good idea for you. Okay. So yeah, you mentioned a lot of useful things there. So what is particularly interesting is, so you mentioned also one should add things like, yeah, so first of all, not include things which are there already there in the CV. Mm-hmm. And what is also new for me that you also mentioned, for example, things like the notice period and all this. Mm-hmm. I really was not aware of this. Mm-hmm. Um, this is very interesting. And yeah, so every CV, sorry, every cover letter should be tailored to the job application itself. Correct. So, yeah. So one starts by reading the job application and then tailor it according to the job application. Yeah. Um, generally, the job application is also has, has more or less a standard format in Germany. So first, there is a set of tasks which you will be performing in the new job, right? Yeah. And then there is another section which mentions what are the ideal requirements of the candidate which they are looking for. Yeah. So use these two sections to pick the top two or three points from each, right? So for example, if they say we are looking for an engineer, you don't have to mention in the cover letter you're an engineer because obviously that is seen in your CV. Yeah. But if they say we need a good team manager or somebody with good team management skills, right? Then make sure that, okay, this seems to be an important requirement for the employer, then I'm going to address this point. So what you do is you pick up this point 
and you give a concrete example from your past where you actually portrayed your team management skills. So empty claims do not help. So if the requirement says, uh, you know, good time team management skills required, then writing just I have good team management skills or I'm a good team manager in the cover letter is actually an empty claim. So no, it's just your word against somebody else's, right? Nobody actually knows. So what you can do is pick a situation from your life, in ideal case from your professional life, if not even from your personal life, if you did not have any chance to prove it in your professional life, pick a situation and give a concrete example. Let's say, let's take this example, good team management skills. So then you can say in the past, um, uh, I was responsible for managing a team where we were uh, required to build a certain product within a certain period of time. We did this and we gained so much accuracy or we got the results within the managed time, but the team was happy with our efforts and so on. So give a concrete example to support your claim. All right. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So basically, yeah, we go, one should go through the requirements yeah. in mentioned in the job description, pick those hours out, yeah. address them and using concrete examples from let's say previous job experience or education also perhaps yeah correct try to since the since we agreed earlier that to keep the cover letter to one page you don't have to answer everything so generally the top two or three points are the most important ones which recruiters are looking for so just try to address these top two or three and then you should be fine yeah what I, one thing that i just didn't ask you earlier was about how to so we have the address and at the top and the date and other information mm-hmm. um, how should one address the um, yeah the company so should i say okay uh, dear sir madam or uh, in german one would say sehr geehrte damen und herren yeah um, is, is that okay um, so th- there is a clear rule for this, at least an unwritten rule, in my opinion. Um, if the job posting has a personal contact mentioned on it, like a recruiter's name, let's call that person Frau Mustaman, then even in the address field at the top of the letter, you include the name of the person. And even when you're opening your letter, you write Seagiata Frau Mustaman. Right? But if the personal contact is not mentioned, then you can stick to a generic form, like say, I get the damn nun herren, or dear sir, madam. Or if you want to keep it general neutral, uh, gender neutral in English, at least, you can just say dear recruiter or dear hiring team or something on these lines. But if the person is known, I would definitely recommend to use a personal opening. Yeah, that makes it more personal. Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. that's true. So you also, you already mentioned that, okay, one should start with uh, things like, yeah, why are you applying? What is your motivation? Mm-hmm. Then uh, address the requirements that are mentioned in the job description. What are some of the other things that one should include or not include in the cover letter? Um, so I would also try to include, uh, of course, you have to address the technical aspect of the position, right? The, from the skills perspective, but you can also give certain information about your personal characteristics, right? So what sort of a person are you? Um, How are you going to help? Like, are you communicative? Are you open? Are you happy working with people? Or do you prefer working alone? These may not be mentioned all the time, but you can definitely use these uh, to give an idea to the the reader uh, about your, your, your personality because you never had the opportunity to do this in the CV, right? So you can use this here. 
and apart from that make sure that you sign off well so either in 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 english it will be your sincerely or in german mit freundlichen grüßen and you can also include a generic uh, sentence saying that i would be glad to hear back from you or thank you for considering my application or something on those lines and make sure to include a signature right so in the olden days people used to print the letter sign it and send it by post well that's that's kind of redundant now so i generally suggest just take a sign on a piece of paper scan it and save it in hd and just include this picture of your signature on the letter when you just create the pdf and that's it that should work most of the times so you mean uh, like yeah a photograph let's say of the signature yeah, correct yeah a scanned scanned photograph correct okay and you think that this is good because it kind of adds a more personal touch to the cover letter yeah definitely so it doesn't look like a machine generated letter but it actually looks like somebody signed of course the recruiter knows you didn't sign it because <laughs> you can see the difference between a scanned document and a generated document but at least it gives a good look right yeah i never thought about that that's true yeah because otherwise yeah they i mean look the same all i guess if if he or she the recruiter is reviewing let's say 10 documents and all of them look so machine generated yeah but one of them has this personal touch of uh, let's say a signature at the bottom which yeah yeah that yeah. definitely makes a difference that's and true you can also use certain colors in the formatting if you wish um, but this is definitely left to the candidate themselves um yeah so actually yeah that's uh, an important point do you also have some suggestions for the formatting of the cover letter i don't know maybe font size spacing mm-hmm. or anything else yeah so make sure the font is so one way you can test if the font size is right or not is to generate a document print it out and just read the document how you would normally read a book and if you're having to put efforts to read it that means your font is too low right then you need to increase the font size but then if you increase the font size it may happen that your cv goes into i mean sorry the cover letter goes into the second page <laughs> so what you need to do is maybe then adjust the margins and so on so it's an iterative process but i would at least recommend a font size of 11 because of 11 okay yeah because that is the minimum the normal human eye needs to read comfortably from a certain distance on a printed piece of paper but uh, i guess nowadays this is not that critical because most applications are done online so you can zoom in the document but i would definitely recommend to maintain at least this this font size yeah i think it's also extra effort if someone has to you know zoom in into every yeah, part of the letter exactly. it's annoying yeah 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 i agree okay and when you once have prepared your cover letter and all what do you usually do do you kind of give it to your friends or to someone else for reviewing it or how do you usually go about it yeah so one big mistake i also noticed is that there are a lot of um, <laughs> uh, grammatical errors in cover letters uh, it can happen that no matter how many times you read it you still overlook some of the mistakes right so it's always better to give it to somebody to especially somebody who has nothing to do with the field you're applying in because they can catch the mistakes really quickly give it to them let them take a look at it and then maybe suggest some uh, changes in terms of grammar uh, or if you have good enough candidates even in terms of content and also make sure that you do not include names of 
uh, other companies when you're applying for some other company. For example, <laughs> it happened to me quite often. I got applications for stu- from students. They're applying to Audi, but the address will be to Daimler or to BMW. And their sentences will be like, Daimler is such a good company. I'm really motivated to work here. Oh, no. Right? So this makes a really bad impression because obviously they have recycled their CV. Yeah. And this is what I mentioned in the beginning. A CV is not a generic template. <laughs> it needs to be written to every particular position. So make sure that you go through such mistakes, such critical Even if you miss a certain date or the address, it's okay. But such mistakes are actually quite big. <laughs> they would they would make a really bad impression. And make sure that you spell the name of the person who you are addressing the recruiter correctly. Don't make spelling mistakes in their name. Because imagine if somebody were, were to spell your name uh, wrongly, you would be really pissed off, right? <laughs> so you need to have the same understanding for the other person as well. Yeah, yeah. that's also very, very valid. Yeah. yeah. So getting it corrected, yes, definitely helps. No doubt about it. Okay. Um, um, in fact, even I can give you a short example from my personal experience that in the initial days, the, the kind of letters that I'm getting for review these days, that's exactly how my letters used to look in the very beginning stages of my career, right? So I used to apply to a lot of positions. I used to repeat what is in my CV and I never got uh, an acceptance or a call for interview. And I, I always used to wonder, how can this be? I've done good well in my academics. I was a bright student in the past, but somehow nobody seems to like my profile. But then later I got in touch with some people who have more experience in the German market and they told me exactly what I'm trying to tell you today. So I learned it from them and I'm giving it up ahead to other forward, to, you know, transferring the information to aspire, aspiring applicants. So it's important that, um, yeah, you go through this iterative process once. And of course, after I corrected my CV within the next few applications, I got my first job. So it it's underestimated, but it makes a lot of difference in your application. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's all. Actually, that's very, very good advice. I think um, all that what you have mentioned, some of the things actually I didn't know myself. So maybe I should go through my cover letter again. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, well, there's always scope for improvement, right? So I'm always learning myself, especially sometimes I get really good applications. So I see and, and, and try to learn from the new applications I get from students. So yeah, it's a continuous learning process. So Advait, I was wondering if you have maybe some examples of uh, yeah, sample cover letters or uh, good cover letters that you could share with people to give them an idea. Yeah, so definitely I can share some of the cover letters I wrote in the past or what I found interesting from other applicants. Of course, um, I'm going to anonymize the letters and then send it to you so that you can include it in your post. And, you know, one other important point is especially in German or even in English for that matter, don't try to start too many sentences with I, 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 you know, I did this, I did that, I come from there, I come. Try to mix it up a little bit so that it's easier for the reader. So some sentence formations I can give as an example, which can be used. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Advait. I think there were very, very, very good suggestions for uh, the topic of cover letter. Uh, Thank you very much for sharing this information with our listeners. Thanks, Paras. So I'm, I'm also really glad that you liked it and I hope it will help everybody who is uh, seeking help. Yeah, and hope to talk to you soon sometime 
again for some other topic which could be interesting yeah i really look forward to it i will also check maybe people who are listening uh, might have some suggestions of other topics that they mm-hmm. would like to be covered in the podcast definitely. and i will get in touch with you yes definitely time. i'll i'll look forward to that as well great thank you very much for your time abed thank you paras see you bye 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 that's all folks thank you for listening remember to subscribe to our podcast and check out our blog on indiatogermany.com see you in the next episode